This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good Thursday morning. Hope your week's going well. We are here with Community Connection. I'm Laura Williams, and with us today is Tammy Pollitt. She is the Regional Council Manager for the Birth to Five Illinois Region 54 of Vermillion County. A um, lot of good information. So uh, earlier this week, we had Carl's Community Health Initiative on, and they were talking about early in- intervention from um, prenatal on to, to uh, you know, two years old or that you can continue in the program. Some stipulations, we've uh, been focusing on that, making sure that we're serving children well. And the uh, Birth to Five initiative is definitely something that does that. So, Tammy, first of all, tell us a little bit about you besides the Birth to Five. Hi, I'm Tammy Pollitt. So I live in Potomac, so very rural. Um, However, our region does cover Vermilion County. So we go all the way from Hoodston all the way to Georgetown and Tilton area. We, I have lived in the area for about 24 years now. Okay, so you've been around a while. Um, so That's we actually right. had Gateway Services on this week. So see, we're hitting Potomac twice. We're representing Potomac. Awesome. That's a great organization that we um, that I, I volunteer with and help with a lot as well. So that's great to hear. Okay, good. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting show and to learn about, you know, the concept of horses and, and the relationship with helping clients and, you know, mutually beneficial on both sides of that. I guess I didn't realize that the horses, um, you know, some of them came with the past as well. Oh, yeah, they have some great stories for sure. Mm-hmm. So what is Birth to Five? So Birth to, Birth to Five Illinois works in every community of the state. We are working to find out what families need as far as early childhood services. So we are working together with the decision makers to learn about, so we can let the decision makers know what early childhood ed services are for our state. So over the past year, we have really worked really hard. We have 39 satellite offices scattered throughout the whole state of Illinois. So it's not just Vermillion County. We go according to the School Board of Education. So where Vermillion County is together, Champaign and Ford are together, as well as Kankakee and Iroquois and et cetera. So what we're doing in Vermillion County is what we're doing throughout the whole state. So this last year, we were making sure we ensured that the community's voices are being heard. We are working with local families and child care experts and community members to make sure we know what's best for our children in our community. Through this, we've created an action and family council, and we have met once or twice per month. We, folk, we have conducted focus groups, surveys, and interviews with people throughout our community. We want to hear from parents and caregivers and their experiences with early childhood and education and care. For an example, how hard was it for you to get your child into an early childhood program? Were they on a waiting list? What did they do? What were some of the steps they had to go through? We worked with these parents to find out some of their needs. What do they need for our area? We reviewed lots of data. So just a quick data for Vermilion County, we have 5,622 children under the age of six in Vermilion County. However, we only have enough early childhood education and care spots for 23% of that population. So where are the rest of the kiddos going? 
Are they staying with grandma, grandpa, aunts and uncles, neighbors? Is one parent staying home because they can't afford childcare? What's the reason behind that data? So that's what we've been kind of digging into. Currently, like I said, the Early Childhood Regional Needs Assessment just came out. So we completed this with our region. So it's our um, it was completed in all 39 regions, and this goes into a lot of the data and things, and that can be found at our website as well. So our next step is so we can inform the state of our findings so they can help us with future decisions, because what we need in Vermilion County is not the same as they need in other regions throughout the state. Okay, good information. So let's take our first break, and we'll come right back and continue the conversation. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we are speaking with Tammy Paula, the Regional Council Manager for the Birth to Five Initiative, Region 54, Vermilion County. Um, so you're gathering data and then the data is being sent to the state to uh, aggregate, disaggregate, flip-flop, figure out what exactly we need, right? Yes, that's right. So we highlighted some of our findings in our regional needs assessment such as we need more high quality, full day, second and third shift childcare options in our county, especially now with our new casino that's coming to the county. That's really been a big a part of it. We need childcare. We also need affordable childcare options for our parents and families in our community. Transportation to and from the early childhood programs are very important as well. Sometimes parents, their kids do qualify for a program. However, they cannot get their child there because they are working a full-time full-time sh- job, right? So they their kiddos may go to a part-day preschool, but then they need to go to their childcare facility for the rest of the day. So, and then the other thing that we're working towards is we need more workforce for the early childhood education and care professionals. They need we need to increase their learning and their development opportunities as well as higher wages for those people. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about the initiative that they had with Danville Area Community College and probably other colleges too. I'm not sure, but the early childhood education um, grants that they were giving, where they were bringing in people, you're aware of that? Yes, for sure. So their um, childcare resource and referral out of Champaign. Um, is really been playing a big part in our area here in Vermilion County for the early childhood education and, and care. It's called, there's an ACES scholarship that's out and that will help pay for people that are in that child care field to go back and finish their associates or get their bachelor's or even work toward their master's. It doesn't have to be DAC, but we have quite a few that are enrolled in DAC this year that are getting those scholarships that will help pay for all of that. So that is a big push that we are working towards to try to increase that workforce. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm just thinking as you're gathering data and you're you're having these focus groups and you're getting the information, this this is an outcome of data like that. You know, we don't have enough to we need more. We need more professionals. So um, when I first heard about this grant opportunity coming out, it was really amazing because, you know, that's a huge initiative towards early childhood care. Absolutely. I know last year, um, I think DAC only had four people enrolled in the early childhood education care program. And the la- the latest I heard, they had over 20. So just in this short period of time with this huge scholarship has really increased the number of people going into that career. Okay. And of course, I have to do a huge shout out to Kelly Alvarez. She's one of 
one of my very good friends, and she heads up that program, does an amazing job. I have, because I worked at DAC for about 30 years, I had the opportunity to see her in action when she was actually in the um, the uh, um, child development center, see her in mm-hmm. action with the children, and then now to see her um, as the classroom instructor teaching. She has the best ideas and um, you know, I, I think it's a really fun field, but you hit on something a minute ago, Tammy. But if you can't pay me and I can't afford to to make a living, I can't I can't do that work. I have to choose something else. Correct. And that's a big issue that people have um, run into when they get once they get the education. Can they afford to have this career and still afford to take care of their family? So that is something that maybe we cannot do at local level. But state level or federal level, can it help improve those, the the inform, you know, the for the families to improve that? Right. Well, it, again, it's just gathering that data and you know pushing it upward to to uh, decision makers to help help them understand. Well, yeah, I can't go thirty thousand dollars in debt to get this degree, even though it's the desire of my heart. So you know, with the the state jumping in and being able to fund the education piece of it, okay, well that makes it more desirable for me to jump in the field, not desirable because the desire is there. I think anybody right. that wants to work with children, the desire is a hundred percent there, but the practicality of it. Um, so uh, again, exactly. uh, a big reason why, why organizations like yours are needed to get that information, get the data and then send it forward. So let me ask Tammy, who funds your, who funds birth to five? So birth to five, we, um, we are funded through Illinois Department of Human Services. So IDHS is who we are funded through. We are partnership with the state of Illinois. We are not, a, we are not owned by, you know, uh, we are a part of INCRA, which is Illinois Network for Child Care Resource and Referral Agency out of Bloomington. So we are under them. We are umbrella from under them with birth to five. So INCRA also has lots of opportunities for people that are in that child care field to continue their professional development growth. And those are all free trainings and stuff they can do through the gateways, right through the INCRA website. Mm-hmm. Well, great information. Um, so did you, do you come from an early childhood provider? Role? Yes, exactly. I have been in this field for about 24 years. As long as I've been in, in this area, I started out as, working in a center and then quickly um, found out I was going to have my own little one. And then I couldn't afford childcare because I was making like nine or $10 an hour. Right. So Mm -hmm. I started, I stayed home and I did home daycare for seven years. So I had a licensed family childcare home for seven years. I did first shift and second shift. And then once my children started going to school, I decided that maybe I can go back onto the workforce again. So I started working at a Head Start, worked it there for, for many years with a three to five-year-old part-day preschool, absolutely loved it. From there, moved on and was at the U of I Child Development Lab for many, many years before taking on this job. So I do miss the children in the classroom because like you said earlier, this is absolutely something you have to have from the heart. You have to love what you do in order to go into this career. A lot of people do not go into this career before for the money, right? It's because you love what you do. But we need to make it sustainable so people can stay in this career. Exactly. And, and so I'm going to talk about Head Start in a minute. And I'm not doing this to, to dig at Head Start, not, not at all, um, you know, but only having one classroom available 
for Vermillion County. That doesn't get it. I have a three, and again, it's not all, all on, not saying it's all on Head Start shoulders either. Um, I have a three-year-old niece and her mom is trying to get her into a program. Absolutely can't. Waiting, right. every everything's a waiting list. Going back earlier to the lack of care that, that you mentioned, you know, um, I think you didn't, did you say something like 20 some percent? Yeah, 23 percent. serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, just a huge need and a huge opportunity, you know, and going back to some conversations I had both with, with Michael Rimley and then um, with the health initiatives out of Carl, that early start, that's critical. Very and that, that type of thing has to be there and not that you don't provide that in your home, own home because hopefully that's happening. But there's so much that you don't know as a new mom and a new dad, so many opportunities that you may not realize. And this is where the early childhood initiatives come into play. Exactly. So we say 90 percent of the brain is developed by the time they're five years old. So this is why that early start is very important. Not saying that parents can't do that in the home or family child care can't do that because we do have several family child care in Danville area. And I know they do a preschool curriculum where they are teaching those children things when they come into their home. So it can be done in homes, but unfortunately we just don't have enough in our area. So with the Head Start situation, we are looking into that a little bit more. They have a very nice facility out there. And so we're trying to dig down and find out what's going on and um, how can, you know, we be assistants and point them into the right direction on the help that they need. Yeah, very good. I I like that. And then uh, something else, and, and since you were with the U of I, you might, I, I'm not going, I don't remember the name of this, but there's a program that helps uh, make payments to providers that I think has something to do with the U of I? Yes, it does. It's called Child Care Resource and Referral Agency, or CCRS. So that's another big statistics for our area, the data we found out. So we have 86% of our families would qualify for the CCAP program, which is Child Care Assistance Program, in our region, in Danville, Vermilion County. However, 86% of those do not utilize that services. So therefore, parents are not utilizing that services when there is those opportunities. You do have to turn in your check stubs and things like that. However, they'll help pay for your child care. So we need to get the word out. I think that's a big part of our region here in Danville is we need to get the word out to our families that there are assistant programs that will help you. And for families not to feel bad about using those assistants because that's what they're there for. They're to help. Um, get the family back on their feet. For an example, if a family is, if a parents are switching from one job to another job, childcare is expensive. You can go through childcare resource and referral. They will give you 60 days or 90 days um, while you're looking for jobs. They'll help you pay for the childcare for that time. So people can get back into the workforce. So there are programs that will help with that. So again, that's childcare resource and referral in Champaign, and they are wonderful at helping families out. Wow. You know, when you talk about that statistic, that's, I I can't believe, but again, it's, you don't know what you don't know, right? Right, right. Exactly. And we found that a lot with talking to families, like new moms, young moms, or even moms that are, are families that are taking foster care children. They may not know where to go, what resources there are in our region. We do have a lot in Vermilion County that help with families and children, but unfortunately they don't know that, right? So how can we get that information out? So we're working on like a resource hub 
So like you go to this website and you can find out what you need. So that would be amazing. Um, Let's take our last break and we'll come right back. Back to the final segment of Community Connection today. Man, this week has just been, uh, I love it because this is all the types of things that that basically my background. Uh, um, so I love it. We have Tammy Pollitt with us. She's with Birth to Five, Region 54 for Vermilion County. She's talking about some of the different things that they do. And uh, again, that child care resource, you know, that's good information to get out. So families, if you are listening if you are working, you may qualify or going to school, working mm-hmm. or, or looking Correct. for a job. You may qualify for a program that helps pay for daycare or um, uh, daycare services. So you can learn more about that. Where could they learn more? Tammy, do they contact you? Are you the? Um, they could contact me or they could contact Child Care Resource and Referral in Champaign. So, and if they have trouble getting through to them, just have them contact me and I'll be happy to pass that information along. Um, I have some good connections over there, um, but they are wonderful at helping out to get fill out the applications. If you just need help filling applications because families may not know how to fill the applications out, don't feel bad about that because sometimes those applications are overwhelming and that's what they're there for to help with that. So earlier you had talked about the the uh, councils. Let's go back to that real quick. So I'm trying to find what the Action and Family Council. Mm-hmm. If, how do you how do people get involved with that piece? So we we started about a, a little over a year ago. So we have an Action and Family Council. There were interest forms that people filled out in order to get on these councils. So our Action Council is. Uh, people in our community. We have caregivers, fair, we got caregivers and business people on there. We have daycare providers on that council. Our family council is families from our um, the whole Vermilion County. So some of them are single parents. Some of them are two-parent families, foster care parents, adoptive parents, grandparents raising grandchildren. All those are on our family council. They can find out more information by going to our website by visiting the www.birth25il.com. And that is spelled out. So it's B-I-R-T-H-T-O-I-L-O-F-I-V-E-I-L.com. So birth to five, you can go there and you can find out more information. We will probably be doing more surveys and focus groups, and we would love to have people's input in those kind of situations too. Okay, very good. So what about some of the key findings, some of the different things that you've done for Region 54? What are some of the things that you're seeing? Um, Our biggest things that we are seeing is the lack of child care in our area. We are also seeing that we don't have enough, you know, the second and third shift child care. Um, With our region, we, the, the workforce, you know, we, maybe that's one of the head starts you know, situations over there. I'm not 100% sure, but are there not enough teachers to take care of the children? That mm-hmm. could be an issue as well. Transportation to and from some of the publicly funded uh, programs, that's also an issue in a couple of our schools. So we are just working across the board to find out how we can help improve all these. We do have a list of our recommendations that we have come come up with and they also can be found on our early childhood regional needs assessment which are on our website as well Mm -hmm. so talk about the regional needs assessment okay yeah so it took us a whole year to 
to, to compile this. It's 40 some pages, so don't feel overwhelmed. You could read the first few pages because that gives you a breakdown, a really quick breakdown of what our strengths are, what our needs are in Vermilion County and what our recommendations are. So, you know, some of the recommendations we can do at local levels. However, some of them we cannot, right? We just don't have the funding in Vermilion County just to say, let's give all the the, the daycare spots a bonus, right? We just don't have that funding. So some of those we can do locally. Um, we did we dug into a lot of the data, talking about the homeless population, talking about the single parents and the young parents, the teen parents. Those things we were some of the some of the information that we dug into a lot of the data through the ICAM website. And the ICAM is also from the U of I, and they have a lot of data information on there that we we dug into to find out, you know, as far as what do we need in our region. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's resonated with you the most throughout the process? I think hearing the family stories have been the best part for us. Just to hear some of the family stories, maybe it's a family with a child with a disability. And again, like you said earlier, they may not know who to contact, how to get their child into early intervention, how to get their child into the publicly funded programs. So just hearing some of those stories from families have been a really big um, help for us coming into this with birth to five you know we're understanding the barriers that they they had it with early childhood education so we have the collective impact that we've done with the long the long-standing issues by creating a focus for people to help with these with these situations so I've not met one person that is not um, is, that does not have um, some kind of issues according to early childhood so people hear birth to five all the time and they're like oh i don't have kids under five that doesn't that doesn't you know that doesn't affect me right it does affect you because if you are an employer in our region you have employees underneath you those employees may have children well if those employees do not have child care for their kiddos then it does infect them so and just to think that these children are going to be our future so we do need to catch them early and get that early childhood education that everyone deserves absolutely agree with that so if uh you gave the website a minute ago but if people want to learn more about the needs assessment or any of the other information what should they do they can go to the www.birth25il.com. You can click on Vermilion County. You can read our early childhood regional needs assessment. There is a quick little webinar on there that talks about that assessment. So if they want to listen to it, they can do that as well. You can also sign up for our newsletters. We send out newsletters once a month just to tell you what's going on in our county. Okay, great information. Tammy, thank you so much for being with us. Again, we've been speaking with Tammy Paula, the Regional Council Manager for Birth to Five Illinois Region 54. Thank you for what you do. It's so important. And, you know, again, it all starts with that foundation and with early childhood education. If you don't have that, we're, we're cheating our kiddos and our community out of a, a great service. Exactly. And thank you so much for allowing me to be here with you today. You are so welcome. Audience, we'll be back in the morning with one more show to wrap up the week. Until then, have a great rest of the day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.